Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Crying Laughing Podcast. I'm Tori Nardone. And I'm Lady Woods. And you might hear some ambient noise today because we are recording with three pups. It's a puppy party. It's a puppy party. We're at Lainey's house recording for the first time. Welcome, guys. Lovely to have you here in my office. Welcome to Casa Shoot. In my grandmother's wingback chairs. Yes. Hopefully they provide a good background to the audio. I don't, I can't really tell. I feel like I'm like sitting to, I'm going to sit like this. Should we lean in? We can lean have in. Dual, you can have, we can just, like we're playing, we'll just um, make out. <laughs> ASMR podcast. Well, guys, we had too much fun with the 90s episode. Way as, too much fun. As you could probably tell by listening to it. And we thought, you know what? We're not going to stop the fun. We're going to keep this timeline going, and we're just going to follow up with a part two going in to the decade of all decades. The 2000s. The 2000s. Specifically 2000 to 2010. Yes, the early 2000s, specifically, because there were a lot of things that I personally wanted to mention last week that yeah. I was like, shit, those are the 2000s. There were a lot of overlaps, so we yeah. are very excited to get to share those things, the things we forgot, the new things. This is more of when we were like tween. I hate that word, but like that's the age that we were. Why do you and hate the word tween? What do you have against that? I just that? feel like it's like, I hated being called that when I was that age, because I was like, I just want to be either a teen or a kid, like... I, yeah. Tween bothered me. I felt like it yeah. was just for like a marketing purpose. Probably. So is millennial, but Ugh, we lean into God. that. <laughs> Do we? I don't feel like it's like a negative connotation anymore, unfortunately. Anyway. Oh, on that note, yes. before we get into it, I was looking up playlist today uh-huh. to research like songs and stuff that was popular in the 2000s. So many playlists are on Spotify that are like, I wish I was a teen in the 2000s. What? Literally. I I couldn't even count them all. I'm like, I have a really have we gotten so far that that is a nostalgic I guess thing to be a teen in the 2000s. I have a really good um playlist on my Spotify called Throwbacks and it's like all of that. Oh, I yeah, I so. I was trying to find my iTunes actually, but they're gone now cuz it's Apple Music and there's no more. Oh yeah. iTunes libraries, but anyway, we'll get into all of it. All of it. We're like, okay, this is Lainey's bachelorette week, so we're already mentally in vacation mode. Yeah, we are out of office. <laughs> in our minds. Literally and figuratively. In our spirits and our bodies. <laughs> mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. All of it. What made you laugh this week? Oh, I was like trying to even remember and I'm sitting here staring at the page. Okay, so this is kind of a silly one, and it, but it also slightly ties into the theme. So Mike and I had a little date night since... We're not going to see each other for the next two weekends because I'll be gone one weekend and he'll be gone the next. And when we got home, I saw that I Love You Man was on Netflix and we put it on and it still gets me. Like that was one of my favorite like late 2000s comedies and it's just a perfect combination with Jason Segal and Paul Rudd. You're the perfect combination of funny and cute (laughs) or sexy and cute. What was that? But we laughed so hard, and yeah, it was a great, a great little movie night. I am so excited to tell you about mine, and I don't know if they're going to listen to this and be embarrassed, Uh but um, my friends, so I have several other friends with a mic, but the point of this story is that my, my, two of my friends and their significant others and I went to Westbrook on Thursday, and then we went back to our house to play some games, and... First things first, I went to the bathroom midway through the game, 
and there was a bra in my front, um, my front like bowl yeah. that I have, and I was like, who took their <laughs> bra off and put it in the bowl? And Kimmy was like, that was me. What? And Jessica was like, cool. She was like, I was hoping like you would notice. Like she, we, it was so funny. But then we were all sitting, standing, talking in our kitchen, like maybe ten minutes before we were. Uh, about to like everyone was gonna leave and her boyfriend is named mike and we're just having a conversation he puts his hands down his pants and readjusts himself as we are all having a conversation in the kitchen and i was like mike did you just really put your hands down your pants in my kitchen did he realize what he was doing no but i was laughing so hard i was like i'm so glad that you both feel this comfortable (laughs) that you can take your bra off put it in my entryway and then put your hands down your pants that's when you know you're real friends. I'm no, I was laughing so hard. Oh my god, that's too funny. So. I was wondering with the mic, I was like, my mic? No. Nope. Which mic? There's so many Kimmy's mics. mic. They were just like an unstoppable, they could have been a comedy skit on Incredible. Thursday. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Tell me about your happy, oh, sorry, your your cry. <laughs> Is it happy or sad? No, it's sweet. My um, my friend Emily sent me flowers last week with a card that on the like one month till our wedding date. I was just like, that, that was, was really sweet. That was so thoughtful. That's and a lame move. Fully out of the blue. And they're so pretty. Like, they're not your typical flowers. They're like, I don't know. I can't explain them. They look very, like, ethereal. And it was just the sweetest thing. So thank you, Emily. You made me shed a happy and grateful tear that I have friends. I love that you have so it sweet. listed here as a touched cry. I was like, who touched you and made you cry? <laughs> I didn't know. Did Mike touch you in a no-no it. place? <laughs> I was just touched because it was such a sweet gesture. That was really sweet. Yours is big. Yeah. Um, my mom moved to Charleston. Ba-ba-da-ba. So that is a very happy cry. We are very excited about that. I spent the entire weekend helping her unpack. I'm exhausted. I'm embarrassed at how much my feet are aching. I'm like, I feel old. I was, well, I was telling you earlier, like, moving is just very physical it's a lot experience like you're you're bending down you're standing up you're reaching you're like doing a lot of like sideways movements i am like i'm i was exhausted it's so satisfying though that's the best part about moving is unpacking god it's so therapeutic yeah honestly it really is speaking of unpacking we have a lot to (laughs) unpack in this episode so we should dive in because both of us have written literal paragraphs for each category and I love, I'll put all of mine in all in capital all letters. <laughs> like, whenever I realized something that I was really particularly excited about, I was like, this one! I was just reading it and this voice, one. just like screaming it. Um, okay, yes. so we're going to jump into it with favorite celebrity musician pop culture icon. So we're like following the same outline as last week for yes. the 90s, but this is all 2000s yes. and different. Correct. Yes. So imagine us in like a layered... Short sleeve shirt over a long sleeve shirt with our live strong bracelet and yes. Uggs and yes. a tiny purse and a frappuccino with a flip phone. <laughs> with a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tori, give me your favorite celeb musician pop culture icon. Okay, I'm gonna say her first because I was really I was sad I didn't remember. There were like a lot of things that after we recorded last week we were like, oh my god, what about this? Like we didn't talk about Lunchables, Lunchables. which I know that we were like both really distraught oh about. My god. We didn't talk about Christina Aguilera, baby bottle which pops. is, so, yeah, baby bottle I just pops. Brought that one up. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, like so many things that we were like, oh, we should have talked about that. Yeah, I didn't so, realize Christina Aguilera won Best New Artist at the Grammys back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, so Christina Aguilera, Gwen Stefani, Ugh. who was also like a 90s queen, yes. Kelly Clarkson, Michelle Branch, mm-hmm. my girl, Pink, Nickelback. Okay, I actually really liked Nickelback. Photograph? In the ju- was that them? Look at this photograph! That was... Here's what I came across while thinking about music specifically. I was more song-based than I was musician-based, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. Like, I liked what was on the radio. Yeah. Like, one-off songs. Like, I wasn't listening to Nickelback's entire catalog. Yeah. But I was blasting Photograph and For singing sure. at the top of my lungs. Yes, yes. Um, Shania Twain. Mm, mm-hmm. What a... Ugh. She's going to be on your bride or, or your bachelorette. I keep <laughs> confusing the words. My bridalette. My bridalette. I keep saying the word wrong. Shania Twain, Eminem. I was obsessed with Eminem, which is a very weird thing for a 10-year-old to be obsessed no. with. No, okay, I have this specific memory. And when I'm gone, just carry on. Don't mourn, rejoice every time you hear the sound <laughs> of my voice. Just know that I'm looking down on you smiling. Mm. The one that comes to mind for me specifically is two trailer park boys on Round Me Outside. Round Me Outside. So my friends and I straight up <laughs> called the radio to get them to play that song on the way back from my birthday where I got my ears pierced at Claire's in the mall. I think it was That's in a fifth, vibe. I was in fifth grade, and I just remember calling and calling and calling, like, please play this Eminem song. Oh my god! Doesn't even call the radio and request a song anymore. No. Like, no. The nostalgia. Loved Eminem. Justin Timberlake. Oh man. JT. He, he pulled off the solo transition. He from really group. did. Like, he's probably the model for, like, what Harry Styles... I was about to say, Harry Styles is following suit. ...was trying to do, I mean... In certain aspects, like Nick Jonas tried to do, and yeah. Joe Jonas. Um, yeah. And then they realized they were better together. He really, like, came out swinging. Yeah. Mariah. Oh. The Queen. Mm-hmm. Shakira. Yes. Um, fucking J-Lo. A lot of mm, strong ladies. Jenny from the Block. Paramore. Yes. Blink-182. Mm-hmm. Maroon 5. Maroon 5 is still my favorite band. They have remained relevant. And good. I feel consistently. like Maroon 5 was one of those bands that you could like with zero, like, fear of being embarrassed by liking them. Mm-hmm. Because they were cool, you know, but they were also relevant on the radio. But they yeah. weren't, like, I don't know, something that you could potentially get embarrassed about admitting to a class of people. I love them. I still love them. I went and saw them in concert when I was a senior in college. I still listen to them. They're Are the they best. still together? Like, yeah. Is Adam Levine you know still? what? Albert and I were having this conversation the other day, and I was like, I wonder if Adam Levine signed like a disclosure that he will only like sing under the name Maroon Five because it seems like all like Albert's like all these collaborations like where's Maroon Five? It's just Adam Levine singing, and right. I was like, I'm sure they're playing in the background. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, or maybe he just said he would only sing under Maroon Five, and that's like the stipulation. Maybe. I always assumed he was just going off on his own and doing, like, side projects. No. I don't know. Remember They're still great. he was in that movie? Yes. Um, that was so good. I don't and remember James what it was called. James Corden was in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Not music and lyrics. That was a different one. Something cute about music. Yeah. Beyonce. I mean, yes. She broke off from Destiny's Child. Another great example. True, true. <laughs> uh, Missy Elliott. Oh my god, I love Missy Elliott. Lil Wayne. Obviously. All American Rejects, I love. I still love. I think Dirty Little Secret might be my favorite song like, of all time. Nah, 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 
like my favorite song of all time. I just like bang to it. It is the best. You bang to it. Um, <laughs> Albert likes ASMR. That would be really <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> um. Oh God. Wait, is your phone ringing or is my phone ringing? Uh, it's not me. Yeah, oh. it's on silent. Albert just Sorry, I thought I heard a phone ring. His, um, his, uh, his ears are buzzing. Um, <laughs> and then, okay, do you remember Ryan Cabrera? Yes. On the way, way down, down, I saw you, and, and you saved me from myself. He was with Ashley Simpson for a and time. I'll forget the way you love me. Iconic. Yeah. I was like, I, I, he was someone who I was like, I know this song happened, and I don't remember who sang it. But he was one of those people, I feel like, that had that big hit song, but didn't follow it up with a yeah. big Yeah, well, career. and then he also sang that song, True, right? Saying I love... Oh, wait, sorry, it's more than words. Saying I love... I, that might have been a cover. I thought that's, like, it's an 80s song. Oh, shit, you're, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay, tell me, tell me about well, I, yours. Well, I have some overlap, obviously. The fact that you have Chingy on here... Right there, right there. <laughs> I like the way you do it right there. Um, well, I just, I was thinking about it in, like, categories, so I just yeah. feel like the three categories that stood out in my mind when I was thinking about this was rap being the first, uh-huh. like, strong female, like, leading lady band energy, and then the kind of, like, punky emo scene rock, whatever that was. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. All-American Rejects kind of vibes. Oh, my God. How did I forget the Pussycat Dolls? Okay. You so, do. in the rap category... Yes. Obviously, the ones that stuck out, if you were... Even, like, a kid, you were listening to Hot in Here by Nelly. Like, that was mm. the first one. Nelly, Chingy, Lil John, Con- yeah! Kanye, <laughs> Outkast... 50 Cent. I wrote 5 Cent. Five cent. <laughs> 50 his, cent. his younger brother. <laughs> it was like, what were you laughing so oh hard about? Kalisha? Where's Kalisha? I was like, oh my god, lady. That should have been my laugh. I laughed so hard. Um, and Usher. Usher. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Let me love you down. And then in the, like, the strong female category, we had JoJo. Yes. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Ashley Simpson. Cheyenne. Do you remember Cheyenne? She had a show on MTV for like a season. Name a song she sang. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to look it up. Because I went and saw her in the mall. That rem- I mean, that name, like, strikes something with me, but I can't remember. Because she had that show, I'm hanging on. Today, that one, nothing's gonna stop me anyway. Okay, well, now I'm remembering that song, yeah. I feel like that was her main. But she sang that? Yes. Okay. I think that might have been in um, a movie. Anywho, if anybody else remembers Cheyenne, I went and saw her in the Savannah Mall, and I did one of those things where I put my name in like a fishbowl to get called up to the front to have front row seats, and my name got called, and so my friend and I got to go That's to the front very row, cool. and then we got to go meet her and, like, get our thing signed. Did you get your tiny Dooney and Burke purse signed? <laughs> I think she just signed a headshot. I did get um, We the Kings to sign my iPod, though. That's cool. Um, Avril. Avril. Obviously. I even liked her later stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie Underwood, Pink, Gwen Stefani, Hilary Duff, Rihanna. 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 Fergie! Like, Pondu Replay. Oh! Umbrella. That was like my first hip hop dance I ever learned was to Ponda Replay. Come on and replay. Remember when she was in the Bring It On movie? Like what a crossover. Yes. Um, 
Fergie, Katy Perry towards the end yes. of the 2010s, she really was hitting it hard. And the Pussycat Dolls, mm-hmm. that we had a dance to one of those. I um, used to walk around my neighborhood really melancholy when my 7th grade boyfriend broke up with me and listened to Stick With You by the Pussycat Dolls. Yes! Okay. Nobody's gonna make me feel this way! That's gonna tie back in, but oh my god, that was such a mood, listening to the dramatic music in your iPod staring at a window or on a walk. Okay, Kelly Clarkson... Did I climb onto, so my house had like a, like a garage next to it that yes. I could get onto on my roof, yeah. like from my window. Why was that a thing? I used to get on the roof all the I time. I would sit on the garage roof and yes. listen to Breakaway by <laughs> Kelly Clarkson and dream Mama about wings and I'll learn how to fly. Oh my God. And I dreamed about getting out of West Virginia. I feel that in my soul. I made I it. in my soul. I would go, I would listen to Hip- Metamorphosis and walk around my neighborhood. <gasps> Yeah. I have this Apologies also, for the dogs, guys. Yeah, guys, sorry. Addie. <laughs> I also have this specific memory of listening to, I think it was Pink, that I'm sorry for blaming you when my boyfriend and I broke up, and that's the one that I would listen to. It's, oh, wow. It might be Christina Aguilera. I don't, yeah, I think that's Christina. I don't think that's Pink. But I, oh, yes. Oh, sorry. No, the song is Hurt. By yes, Christina by Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that I would listen wow. to when I was feeling so emotional. Mm. Oh, my God. I also distinctly remember while we're talking about music, sixth grade dances, everyone's packed in a gym, Hot everyone's gear. sweaty, everyone's got their, their puka <laughs> shells on with their pop collars, get low, comes on, and to every... The and then every PT, every teacher's like, get away, six feet apart. That They were social distancing before. Oh, my God. I always just remember that no boys would. Don't you grind. Don't things. you grind on that lady. No boys would try to grind with me. I was always so sad about it. <gasps> oh. Yeah, okay, I don't think though. they would grind with me. I was pretty chunky in sixth grade. <laughs> I think everyone's chunky in sixth grade. That will tie in later with my food obsessions. Okay. Uh, and then the last category is like the punky, like rockish, boy bandish people, like All American Rejects, Dashboard Confessional, Boys, Boys like, like Girls. Girls. I had forgotten about this one. <gasps> Forever the Sickest Kids. Okay, I don't know that. But I'm distraught that I didn't remember the fray the because fray. that is also something I angstly listened to. Maroon 5 and then Plain White Tees. Yes. I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but my big ones, aside from Forever the Sickest Kids, were We the Kings, Weezer, and All Time Low. I loved All Time Low. I went and saw We the Kings in this, like, basement of a restaurant outside of Savannah. And I was so obsessed with the redheaded, long-haired lead guy. Mm-hmm. Travis. He's the one that signed my iPod. Um, and then, of course, I cannot leave the 2000s music scene without no. mentioning that from roughly 2007 to 2010, the Jonas Brothers were like a life force to me. Like, I lived and sustained myself by obsessing over them, listening to their music, getting their CDs at midnight. Like, I, the biggest chunk of it was 2007, 2008, but truly... I cannot express the level of obsession and, like, escapism I got from their music. It was just, it was a big deal. It's a big deal for me. It's still, it's still a big it's deal still a big to deal. her. It is. Um, all right, let's transition. We got the music. Let's transition into brands that we would shop, stores yes. we would shop in, and the style of clothing. Okay. So... The stores that I, like, distinctly remember, and these are the ones, these these are, like, more, like, early high school right. is what I'm thinking. I feel like that's 
same because that's when you're more going and shopping by yourself. Yeah. So I think for, for me, like middle school was like Abercrombie, Hollister, Delia's, Aeropostale, like all that kind of stuff. Did you have uniforms? No. Okay. We did not have uniforms. See, I did. And we would so wear that... those like tacky phrase shirts that have like a TV on them and it says like turn me on. <laughs> I had a shirt that said friends don't let friends talk to ugly boys and I was like <laughs> thinking about that as I wrote this outline and I was like I hate myself. That is so uncool. And the thing is that I didn't really even like dressing preppy and I kind of went through like a rebellion phase in 8th grade when I only wore punk t-shirts and yeah. like eyeliner. I just, like, everyone else wore it, and I felt weird. Was that, like, stressful? I can't imagine having to pick out school outfits. Yeah, it actually, like, it really was. And I remember someone made fun of me for wearing the same pair of shoes every day. Oh, my God. Do you remember? What were they called? Potato shoes. I don't know about potato. Like, they're, like, weird clogs. Maybe that was a West oh, Virginia no, 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 thing. No, We wore the clogs. I didn't call them potato shoes. Oh, we called them potato shoes. <laughs> everybody wore those clogs. Like, those were <laughs> the shoes that everybody yeah. wore. That, that is, like... the Birkenstocks. Just Birkenstock clogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, like, middle school to me. Is like the sound of feet shuffling. It's, like, polos, yes. ribbons in your hair, mm-hmm. matching Victoria's Secret sweatsuits, mm-hmm. Abercrombie, Hollister, so like, did Air- your mall have, like... An Abercrombie and a Hollister yes, and everything? Yes, it did. Okay. And then, like, in high school, Wet Seal. Oh, yes. Wet Seal 579, uh-huh. which, like, I don't even know if that was a thing, like, across the U.S. or if this was just a West Virginia I thing. I have heard of it, but I don't... I don't, I don't even really understand there. the premise. I think this point was everything was supposed to be either 5 7 or $9. It was, like, a not... It just quality. Like about mean girls. With it was that, like, like it was like a Forever Twenty One, but like worse. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even have Forever Twenty One in here because like I cannot shop in Forever Twenty One. <laughs> it gives me anxiety. Charlotte Russe. Yes. Was a was a move. Uh-huh. Pack Sun. Roxy. Buckle. Did you have a buckle? Yes. That's I where never... like everyone got their jeans. Was really? buckle? Yeah. Um. And yeah, Victoria's Secret matching sweatsuits. I feel like bled a little bit into high school. And then... See, I never did that. I, like, looked at it from afar, but I never indulged myself. I had a yellow matching sweatsuit from Victoria's Secret that I really loved, and every time I wore it in high school, some boy would tell me I looked like a banana. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Small purses also is just something I really (laughs) need to bring up. Like, small... Specifically, like, I feel like Coach really had a moment. Yes. Like, Coach Dooney and Burke, mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton, and Louis Vuitton really stayed relevant and made a comeback. Coach is doing a good job at it, too. I sent Lainey a coach purse today I thought she liked. That was, yeah, um, that was super cute. And then I was thinking about, I guess this is jumping back to middle school, but do you remember the, those, like, rubber, not like the Livestrong bands, but, like... The black ones. And like, the colored ones. Them. Yeah, and I then if you the ripped it off, it meant it they had like, to do something. Yeah. Like, it was, like, a weird sexual thing. Who yeah. comes up with this I stuff? because you would, like, kind of, like, intertwine them, and then it would yeah. be, like, double C It's so weird. Wrist. So those, like, weird gel bracelets. Body roll-on glitter. Mm-hmm. That's all we forgot last time. Yeah, we would, we didn't remember body roll-on glitter. This needs, that needed to be brought up. And then... Blue eyeshadow, for whatever reason, I just feel like had a moment. My mom wouldn't let me wear it, but my friend did all the time, and I was so jealous. Um, And other than clothes, like, those are the clothes that I remember and that I wore. Um, Our mall had a Disney store, and it was, like, the most magical place on planet Earth. Uh, 
And then the only other thing that, like, sticks out to me, and this is, like, definitely on the younger end, but, build like, Build-A-Bear. I never got to Build-A-Bear, and I always wanted to Lainey, build Lainey, I feel like we need to, like, go back and... Nobody would ever let me build a bear. <laughs> Lainey, we're gonna build a bear. You're gonna wear blue eyeshadow. <laughs> I actually built a bear, but it was for a present for somebody else. And then I had to give the bear Your mom's away. gonna listen to this and be like, Lainey! <laughs> well, because there was only a Build-A-Bear growing up at in Myrtle Beach, so it, we um, would see it when we would go on our week, like, our yearly beach house trips but it was always a crazy line outside it's insane and they're pretty expensive for a bear and yeah i just never got to build one yeah i love the disney store though yeah the disney store was magical there take was me one... through your um your outfit extravaganzas okay so for me i as i said i had uniforms our school started doing uniforms when i was going into the fifth grade. So fourth grade was the last time I dressed myself at school. Honestly, that sounds magical. It got monotonous, but it was nice that everybody was kind of like on a level yeah. playing field, like as far as clothes went. I just wore khakis and a polo and a pullover every day. Yeah. Um, I always did want to go like to a school though that had like the plaid skirts and the shoes and like the cuteness. But anyway, I had this dream of, I'll get into this when I talk about my books, but I really wanted to go to boarding school when I was young. I bet you did. Um, I bet you read those those <laughs> click books and were like, wait, wasn't that them? It's like exclusively all I read. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so for clothing, for me, it was American Eagle 90% of the time. I yeah. just wrote, it's like, it was my wardrobe's baseline. That's where I got my jeans, my shirts, my tank tops. Like, then Aerie came along, so that was like bathing suits and underwear. And like, everything was American Eagle. I felt like that was my spot because it was... Not as intimidating to shop there, even though I got embarrassed. I would get embarrassed when I was a kid, like, going in there thinking they were going to think I was too young because I looked so young. Now I realize, like, how silly that is. But when you're, like, 13 and you want to go shop, and I don't know, I just thought everybody was in there was, like, Remember getting sized for your first bra? I never got, I never got sized. When did you buy your first bra? Oh, that was, (laughs) I think I was in sixth grade. Okay. And I didn't need one, but I wanted one. Yeah. And my friend Wesley, one night I had, we always had ballet on Friday nights, and it was in Beaufort. And my friend Wesley had come to, like, watch. And then afterwards, we were going to go to dinner. And so I had this, concocted this plan where I was like, Wesley, you have to tell my mom that I need a bra. Because I was too scared to do it myself. (laughs) And then Wesley, while I was doing my ballet class, Wesley told my mom, like, I think we need to get Lainey a bra. She was younger than me, too, a great younger. And so we went to the JCPenney after we went to dinner, after dance class, and got, like, a little, like, training bra yeah. basically and I was so embarrassed but I was so excited about it my mom made me get one in fourth grade and I remember her crying in the limited too being <laughs> like you need a bra I was like oh my gosh mom oh man oh we didn't put this in the last one but I think every girl our age got the care and keeping of you like the American Eagle or the American Girl book Did the what what the care and keeping of you it was that like Oh my gosh. Is this story. like a period book? A growing up book? What yes, is this? Basically all of that. Like it explains puberty to you. Show me the cover of it. You had to have had it. I feel like my dad girl, probably bought it for me and left it on my bed and that's like how he decided he would before. like talk to me about puberty. Oh yeah. Cuz it had like a diagram of how to like use feminine products and like the stages of your boobs growing. And then did did your middle school 
like break the boys and the girls up into two departments in like sixth grade and make you watch puberty videos because they definitely did that to us. No. I have like haunting memories of this. The, the like intro music is like just around the corner. <laughs> and then it's like a picture of a girl and then like she's naked. It's like a cartoon drawing. Oh, it's not right. like a real girl. Right. And then like hair starts sprouting on her <laughs> vagina and everyone in there's like, Ew! like everyone starts screaming. We're like, it's sixth grade. It no. was traumatizing. Um, we at our school did this thing in ninth grade where you had to care for a flower sack for a week. It's called Flower Babies. And that was the task. It's like you had to be a parent. It's like the end to of the To a flower grade. sack. That's like something you see in a movie. <laughs> to a flower sack. I love, I don't know how we got here from clothes. I, um, um, oh, we were talking about. The American... Bras. The b- bras. Bras. Okay. Bras were the same way. We have a whole other conversation okay. about shaving yeah. for the first time. So, yes. American Eagle was my thing. And then aside from that, had a big Aeropostle phase. I remember specifically when it came to the outlet place where we would go shopping. We were so stinking excited. Um, Pack sign I loved because I felt like not as many people shopped there and that I could be kind of different for wearing pack sign instead of Hollister like everybody else. But I did so shop at Hollister occasionally, even though I was very intimidated about shopping in there because it was so dark and so loud. And, and it smelled like crazy. And my mom wouldn't go in with me, so I had to go in there by myself. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, like, it's, like, an, like, it's like a club. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It like creep around and see if I could find anything and I was too nervous to ask could he get a dressing room so I would just buy stuff oh my god you like panic buy stuff these like girls from your high school are like like can I help you find anything you're like no oh no well see the thing is to go shopping we would have to go to the mall in Georgia in Savannah which was like 45 minutes away so it wasn't oh yeah 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 it was more just like they were cool teenagers working in Hollister yeah um and then Gap and Old Navy, I feel like, have always been a place where I've Timeless. shopped. Um, especially if I was with my mom or something. And then as far as style, so many baby tees. Do you remember baby tees? They were, like, specifically shrunk in. Like, they fit, but they were... Is that, like, the one-size-fits-all and it, like, expands? They were just, like, a graphic tee that was a very thin material. I'm not sure. I will never forget. I bought one that I loved. It was, like, the cutest thing and then I guess I was having a little bit of a chunky phase because I walked into my friend's house and my, her grandpa was there, who was up there in age at this point. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, you got big. And I was traumatized. I never wore that shirt again. I had someone, I had a fucking doctor say that to me when I, I like choked on my retainer in the middle of the night. Actually, thinking back, I think that was my first panic attack. When you choked on your retainer? Well, like, I, I like, thought I was oh. choking, but I didn't actually choke. Yeah. Like, I just, like, couldn't breathe in yeah. the middle of the night all of a sudden, and they just, like, assumed that's what happened. Yeah. I think it was my first panic attack. But anyway, I was at the, the doctor's office, and they were, like, weighing me. I couldn't have been more than... I think it was 10 or 11. That's a horrible time. And I, they were weighing me. I was in the ER in the middle of the night, and the, the nurse practitioner was like, you're bigger than you look. And I was like, 
What does that even mean? At the time, I thought in my mind, bitch, what? Like, yeah. I knew at that moment, I was like, that is a wild thing to say to a child. To somebody at that stage. Who, like, is in the ER in the middle of the night, and that's the thing that you think to say to them when you weigh them? I don't know. She probably never even thought about that again, and that you still remember it to this day. It's like... Oh, I think about it all the time. I think about it all the time. <laughs> oh, she's probably dead now, so... Yeah. She got hurt. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> okay, the um, baby tees. <laughs> um, jean skirts, like yes. a jean mini. I remember going to Hollister with my friend and her mom, and they let me buy a jean mini skirt that my mom was livid about because it was so small. She's like, you're never going to wear this. Like, you're not allowed, and I can't believe they let you buy this. You knew better, blah, blah, blah. I did end up wearing it a couple times, but it was pretty small. Madras. Do you remember when Madras had such a moment? I don't know what that is. It's like the quilted plaid. Like no. <sighs> okay. I, but I, I can I can envision it. Like I know what you're saying, quilted plaid. But I I don't think I've ever seen anything there like was that. Such. Oh. Everybody had these shorts. Those horrid shorts. Yes. Yes. Like the Madras plaid. Shorts. Yeah, no, those for are American Eagle. That yes. was every I definitely own some of those. those. Um, let's see, what else? What else? What else? Polo shirts. Po- okay, yes, yeah, like you said, like polo shirts, the preppy thing, like came in a big way in that time period. Do you yeah. remember, like, and then like mid calf skirts, like a flowy, like even like a handkerchief hem or like an asymmetrical. Yeah. Just like a flowy mid-calf skirt. Um, tank tops. Oh my god, layered tank tops. Layered I didn't even mention this. tank tops. I still have so many tank tops that I like put under shirts. And I don't want to get rid of them because like they're good quality tank tops. But I'm like, I'm never going to need these. And some of them were like faux layered. Like they would yes. look like they were two, but they were really just Yes. Like, and they had long straps, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. And they yep. would have like lace so it like looked, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what was that? That was so much of my wardrobe. That was a thing. That and then just like, I wrote it as like cap sleeve cotton shirts, but it was really like American Eagle specifically. It was kind of like a baby doll shirt. Like yeah, a, like billowy. Like right under your peplum? boobs it would have like like, um, like a, some sort of detailing and then it would flow down. Oh, we called them baby doll shirts. Yes, yeah, yeah baby yeah. doll shirts. Um, and then capris. Yes. No one looks good in capris. No one looks good in capris. Why I still have a pair of so capris. capris. I have a pair of capris. <laughs> That was like, what pair of capris am I going to put on today? <laughs> no one looks good in capris. <laughs> I just, like, all I can think about, though, is, like, flip-flops, capris, polo shirt. Like, that, yeah. was, the, that was the outfit. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, already, yeah, flip-flops. That was, I feel like, a shoe of choice, you said. The, the, the Birkenstock the, the clogs. That was, like, the nine yeah. embarrassing shoe to wear with your uniforms everybody had. And then I pulled this out to show Tori, actually. And I, I showed her a picture of it before I got it out of my She's closet. bringing it to her bachelorette weekend. I am. You'll see it on the gram. But for my 13th birthday, I wanted a, quote, designer purse so badly. That was, like, the thing that made you it in middle school. It was a big deal. It was, like, carrying your coach purse. Yeah, to have a nice purse. So when I turned 13, I asked for this Dooney and Burke purse. And it's the one that was pink and it had like suede on the sides it was small mm-hmm. and then it had kind of like charms that spell yes. out Dooney and Burke and the rainbow colored zipper yeah 
It was... It's Laney as a purse, guys. I love it still, actually. Now that like I'm thinking about it, I want to start using this purse. That's again. what I said. I was like, "It's vintage. Bring it back!" Oh my gosh. Um, and then I threw this in there. Like later in high school, when I got use of the internet for my own personal use, I remember being very inspired by Selena Gomez's street style. Okay. And specifically, I was I started shopping at Urban Outfitters because she was getting a lot of stuff at Urban mm-hmm. Outfitters. And at that time, it was a lot of, like, solid-colored V-neck tees. Yes. And skinny jeans and Ray-Ban Wayfair sunglasses. Okay. And then, like, long, baggy tanks that I would wear a banjo, like, Mm -hmm. bralette underneath. Um, and gladiator sandals. My sister called me a whore for wearing a bando <laughs> under a t-shirt in high school. <laughs> I will so, never forget that. I'm harboring a like lot of like now. pent up feelings now. I know. <laughs> she like wears a bando as a shirt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell the turntables, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, our next category is our favorite food, snacks, drinks, and candy. And Tori just has one word. One one single thing I associate <laughs> with the 2000s, and that is Frappuccinos. I, That's the only thing that I can think of. Yeah. Because, honestly, the, the 2000s were dark for me in terms <laughs> of food, so I didn't even want to, like, bring up anything. That's fair. That's fair. Um, a lot of Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke oh, yeah. and Frappuccinos yeah. and those, like, gross 100-calorie snack pack things. 100-calorie packs were the thing. But they're so bad so for you. So bad for you. That was like health in the uh-huh. late 2000s. Actually, when I read, I hated this book. I think I've talked about this. But like when I read um, This Is Big by Marissa mm-hmm. Meltzer about mm-hmm. like the founder of Weight Watchers, she goes into a whole thing about like the hundred, like it, it talks about dieting through the years. Yeah. And it got to the part about hundred calorie packs. And I was like, fuck those hundred calorie packs. I was like, oh my God, I hate those. Yeah. It like, Ah, mm, mm. That's what I thought was eating healthy when I got to college. It's so and bad. I was like, I'm eat healthy. I'll have a hundred calories. It's back. an incredibly toxic way of thinking. Yeah. Anyway, funny. frappuccinos are what I associate. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of other people in the two thousands would as well. Frappuccinos because, with Uggs. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I never, I never had the frappuccino thing because when I went to the mall, it was either with my mom or we were like not going in Barnes and Noble, so mm-hmm. I never had the frappuccino moment as much. But. Every time I think of Barnes and Noble. Anytime someone says it, I think about when when Karen's like, I'm yes. sorry, I told everyone you got diarrhea at Barnes and I'm sorry for repeating it now. So funny. Sorry, I'm like slap happy. Um, so mine, I put them in the outline backwards, so I'm going to put them in the correct order. After that, grandfather said, oh, you got big. That was will call my chunky stage because I was very into toaster strudels, toaster hot strudels. pockets, mm-hmm. and the French toaster sticks, mm-hmm. and I was hitting those pretty hard, <laughs> so I probably was Hit it, bitter. get it, get it, get it, ow. But those toaster strudels were straight up just like a pastry with a candy filling and icing on top, Yeah, those and they were <laughs> not good for you, so... Nothing, nothing was good for you back then. No. So then moving into high school, my mom was a big Lean Cuisine fan, yeah. and so I became obsessed with Lean Cuisines, and so specifically the spaghetti one and the lasagna one were my favorites, and I probably ate one every single day all of high school, like ninth wow. grade through 12th grade. Um, I read, I remember, it must have been the summer before ninth or 10th grade, 
that Seventeen magazine like wrote up this whole like here's what a healthy day of eating looks like. And for breakfast, it was two slices of wheat toast with light country crock butter. Oh dear God! So I had two slices of wheat toast with light country crock butter every breakfast all the way through high school. Oh my gosh! I mean, I love toast, so like I'm not mad that I had toast every morning, but. It was just because, like, they're like, that's what's a healthy breakfast. Every day for four years. I can't say anything because I eat, like, a perfect bar every day, I guess. Yeah, I had a big oatmeal phase in college that I ate oatmeal for, like, six years straight. I ate those special K bars, like, every day. Uh Um, And then, aside from that, grapefruit was probably my one healthy snack, but I was obsessed with grapefruit. Interesting. I, (laughs) my friend Charlotte that you'll meet this coming weekend... Can't wait. She will attest to my grapefruit obsession because I have a very specific way of eating grapefruit that I leave no pulp. Like, there's nothing once I finish eating it. Mm-hmm. And so I would have, like, two, three in a sitting. Because it's the best snack. Because it's, like, hydrating and it's tasty. and It's very sour. Ugh. My, like, jaw's tingling in happiness just <laughs> hearing that. Um, and then aside from that, love Simply Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a... A quality lemonade. So sugary, I'm sure, still. And then these, like, little Lando Lake individual cheese packets. Like, I can see them now. They're kind of square. Mm-hmm. And I would have... My nighttime snack was two slices of cheese and a glass of the Simply Lemonade. Um, and then, aside from that, Cracklin' Oat Brand cereal. I would eat just as dry as a snack. And then, on the candy side, Sour Patch Kids. My friend, anytime she would spend the night, we would get a tub of Sour Patch Kids and crush them. Wow. Like, our mouths would be raw, basically. And then the Sour Tangerine Altoids. I can still taste those, too, if I, like, close my eyes. Yeah. I wish they still made them, because they were so good. I feel like Five Gum really had a moment. And gum. Just remember, um... I can't chew gum anymore, because I chewed so much gum. The Double Mint commercials? Yeah. Or, um... This is not gum, but I was just thinking about rip, slip, brush. Ah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, I do. I do, I do. All right. Let's move in movies. to our favorite movies. I got so, I think all. What a decade for film. Let's what just say a that. fucking decade Especially for film. Especially for teenage specific film. <sighs> okay. So I got really excited. Like, I started out. Like, pretty easy peasy, <laughs> and then all of the rest of mine are in capital letters. Yeah. And I'll tell you when I get to the capital letters that I, because I, like, started to realize all of these things. Yeah. So, first and foremost, I think we can all agree that Mean Girls was an iconic film in the Very 2000s. Iconic. Josie and the Pussycats. I will say, I don't know that I've seen, I'm, I'm sure I've seen I don't think pieces. it's popular. It is not on any list of, yeah. like, movies made in the 2000s. I don't even know where it aired. <laughs> I loved Josie and the Pussycats. Amazing. Sleepover. Yes, um, I put that in my With list. the girl from Spy Kids. Oh yes. my god, that just like, ugh. Made Alexa, me feel so cool. Like, Alexa I was like, I need to have a sleepover like that where I like travel and meet a boy. It was always, they were always meeting boys. It was so Always meeting boys, so unrealistic. Um, this is not real kids if you're listening in the future. Um, Spy Kids. Ugh. That was like younger. The Thumb Thumbs. Yes. Uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. With Lindsay Lohan. I loved that movie. That was such a good film. What a Girl Wants Mm -hmm. with Amanda Bynes. Mm -hmm. The Notebook. I didn't realize that came out in the 2000s, but I was like, well, that needs noted. Uh, The Notebook. 
I we went to the theaters with our moms. They went to see the Notebook, and we went to see that movie about the two lo- or the two tiger cubs that were brothers. This thing was just called Two Brothers, and it finished, and they weren't out of the Notebook yet. Uh-huh. So we went in with them when it was the exact dying scene. Aww. So I saw that before I saw anything else. It's, yeah, I don't think I watched that when I was. Like, I think I didn't watch the Notebook till like later in high school. Yeah. Twilight. We'll get to this in my reading. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to this. Legally Blonde. I remember watching that on VHS. Probably 2002. Yeah. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which is also a book. Good heart and soul. This is where I start to scream. She just starts remembering (laughs) things and just firing them off. This is where I start to scream in the Word doc. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I mean... It is still one of my favorite movies to exist, I think. I mean, how are you to top... McConaughey she works in a magazine. And Kate Hudson. She had the exact she job had my job of every cool I wanted girl all of it. that you wanted to be in the 2000s. I loved how I loved every Kate Hudson movie, which brings me to my next movie that I was screaming about. Raising Helen. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I love so Raising good. Helen. So good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved Raising Helen. That was Freaking Kate Hudson. I know. I, still love her. Like, I do she's, too. She's, she's great. Fantastic. Our my our voices are like gonna be so shrill for this part. It's like, I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's all me. Um, The Princess Diaries. Yes. yes. Miss Congeniality. I mean, I feel like that came on ABC Family every weekend of our lives. My sister and I watched that. I don't even want to say how many times. Like I Why was loved it, so good? it. Albert has a weird thing where he decided he didn't like Sandra Bullock, and I get outwardly Is it the Birds movie because that one was a little no. It was like before that. He just like doesn't like her. Like he doesn't really like Adam Sandler either. And I'm like weird, but like I get really actively pissed about it because. Miss Congeniality was, was such a part of my childhood. It was, like, up there with Legally Blonde. Like, yeah. same kind of vibe, too, except flip-flopped. Yeah. It's a reverse Legally Blonde. It is. I never thought about that before. Um, Bring It On. Yes. I feel like every one of these movies in our childhood had some sort of makeover scene. Now that I'm, like, oh, looking yeah. at it. Oh, yeah. Like, all of them. This, I put in all capital letters and included a bunch of exclamation points. Crossroads. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, I that's one that I have not had as much experience. I'm with. not a girl. Oh, I do know that one. Or I don't actually know the words, but anyway, Crossroads. Oh my gosh, what a show! The Lizzie McGuire movie. I mean, yes. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday made me want to be in a band so bad. Same. I wanted to learn how to play guitar. Yes. Still want to learn how to play guitar. 13 Going on 30. Iconic. I love... 13 Going on 30, Miss Congeniality, and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I think, like, sum up my movies for me. I need to tell you, so 13 Going on 30... Kelly, when we were FaceTime the other day, when you said something about liking Mark Ruffalo, love Mark Ruffalo. she was like, I have never heard somebody say that they love Mark Ruffalo I think so she messaged much. me about Did that. She? Yeah, oh, I right. was like, that's oh, right. thank God. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Oh, that was... Mm. I love all these movies about people at magazines. That's true. Like, that's why that was the job that everybody wanted to have. It was Truly. the career of everybody in all the cool movies. Like, every girl growing up in the 90s and 2000s wanted to work in a magazine. That was it. Also, we've, we've changed locations, so if the audio swaps, blame it on the dogs. 
Blame it on the dog. Anyway, okay, so other than those, mm-hmm. I felt I had to add, like, a separate section for musicals because... I did the same thing, but two different musicals. Yes. I was so obsessed with Rent. Loved mm-hmm, Rent. Mm-hmm. And perhaps more than Rent, I loved Moulin Rouge. Oh. I watched Moulin Rouge. Your girl, Christina. So much. Christina. She you sings the song. Nicole Kidman? No, she sings Voulez-vous Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I loved Moulin Rouge. It was the best. Those are my, those are my iconic movies of the 2000s. I love it. Um, okay, so for mine, I, my first bullet just says pretty much every comedy and romantic comedy from 2000 to 2010, because that's how I felt trying to narrow this list down. Yeah. It's like, we, there were so many movies in that decade targeted towards our exact age groups, or maybe a little bit older with the comedies, but mm-hmm. that we could still go to and enjoy that weren't, like, rated R before we were 17. So my... My list begins with Aquamarine. I loved Aquamarine. The perfect film. A great film. It's about friendship. There are there's mermaids. magic. There's mermaids. It's summer. Like, what could go wrong? A Cinderella story yes. with Hilary Duff. A Cinderella story. Chad Michael Murray. I mean, come on. Anchorman was a big one. And I put in parentheses that I had my first kiss while watching Anchorman. Um, Fifty First Dates, same. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, same. Missing Geniality, same. The Hangover, mm-hmm. which I equate as like the Anchorman of the late two thousands. Yep. Um, all of the Mary Kate Nashley movies yes. during that time, and then we get into the ones where I got excited. So Step Up. Yes. I mean, oh my God, was anybody more attractive than what's his face? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. No. In that time frame. No. And then he was Magic Mike. Like, come on. And he could dance. Ugh. And he was, like, kind of like a bad boy. And then they got married, and they were together for, like, ten years. I know. Um, this next I'm one. I'm screaming about this I love so much. John Tucker Must Die! John Tucker Must Die! I loved this movie. Any movie where it was, like, a bunch of girls teaming up to do some sort of scheme yes. is going to be good. Yes. And then White Chicks. Alyssa and I loved White Chicks. My friend and I loved it so much. One summer, that was the movie we watched weekly, mm-hmm. if not more frequently than that. Um, Sleepover, yep. like you mentioned. Mean Girls, of yes. course. Stick It. Yes. The gymnastics movie. Freaky Friday, Legally Blonde. This other one, The Hot Chick. Yep, I remember The Hot Chick. Loved that one just as much as White Chicks. Um, fired Up. I feel like it's a sleeper hit. I don't know what that is. It is a, it's a comedy, and it's kind of like a spoof on Bring It On. It's about cheerleaders. Okay. It is so funny. It's one of the ones that I had downloaded to my iPod back in the day. Um, and then the next two I've actually watched recently, I Love You Man, mm-hmm. Accepted, uh-huh. with Blake Lively, and um, ooh, 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 um, Jonah Hill. Yeah. So funny. Um, the Bring It On series, yes. just all of them. S- S- Traveling Pants series. Yes. A Walk to Remember. A Walk to Remember is one that I forgot. Oh I loved gosh. A Walk to Remember. Everybody, everybody loved it, and you just watch it and you just cried. It was, yeah, it's, it hurts so good. All of the DCOMs. Yes. Because there was one, like, every month when we were that age. Yes. Uh, to name a few. Ice Princess, Go Figure, Stuck in the Suburbs, Confessions of a mm-hmm. Teenage Drama Queen, the High School Musical series. All of those. And then, as far as musicals, my friend Charlotte and I had a very, very, very big Phantom of the Opera phase. 
with the movie with Gerard Butler. And we would just drive around my town and just sing this, the you know, I was soundtrack. In, I was in the Phantom of the Opera musical. Who would you play? Oh, I was like a backup dancer. I was like, like were you I freaking Christy? <laughs> no, would you die? <laughs> um, we loved it so much. And then Hairspray. Yes. My family, the summer that Hairspray was in theaters, I think our whole family saw it five times in theaters. Like, Hairspray was great. We had the most fun with that movie. And then I also had an old movie phase. Shocker. This is where I kind of got into them. Um, all of the Audrey Hepburn movies was my, like, favorite thing. Specifically Breakfast at Tiffany's, which I know is cliche, but when you're just discovering it when you're a kid, you feel like you're the only one that knows about it. Yeah. Um, and my 16th birthday party was Breakfast at Tiffany's themed. And I wore this pink dress that I searched all over for to look like the pink dress that she wears in that party that they have in the movie. My cake that Miss Carmen made was pink, and then we had a Tiffany's box on the top. And then for that birthday, my present was we were, like, a trip to New York to go see Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Holy moly. Yeah, it was great. And then aside from that, um, I discovered, like, the 80s classics in this time. So um, Ferris Bueller... Yes. One of my all-time favorites, Breakfast Club. Yes. All those. Uh, all right, what about TV shows? Oh, The Amanda Show. I mean. What a show. Amanda was, Bynes was just, like, an icon of the 90s and 2000s. I watched this YouTube series that broke down kind of her descend. Yeah. It was bad. Like, I know. You forget how she had really, apparently, really, really, really bad body dysmorphia. I'm like, sure. And, but the thing is, when I was a kid, I was so jealous of her because she was like, wear all these crop tops and be so, like, tiny. Yeah. I think all those kids are a little screwed up. Yeah. Zoe 101. I yes. love Zoe 101. Uh, 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 I see you standing over here. Oh, my gosh. She um, didn't want to go. To, I wanted to go to a boarding school. I know. So badly. I did, too. I did, too. Kim Possible. Uh-huh. Even Stevens. Yes. That's So Raven. Yes. Fairly Odd Parents. Never into the Fairly Odd Parents. I didn't. Yeah. I. I, I my really, brothers were. Yeah. I watched it, like, as a kid kid. And then my little brother liked it. Yeah. Um, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yes. Drake and Josh. Always. Hannah Montana. Uh-huh. Phil of the Future. Future, mm-hmm. Jimmy Neutron, yep. and then Unfabulous, Unfabulous with Emma Roberts was like my favorite. I love that, and I forgot to mention the Nancy Drew movie that she was in. Oh, when she was younger, I don't um, remember that one. God, I loved Unfabulous. I loved Unfabulous. She was so relatable. She's so cool. She was the best. She's always just been like cool. I remember one of the episodes. It was like cool people. She was trying to like fit in. It was like cool people never touch their face or their nose. And I always remember that. I was like, don't touch your face. Don't touch your nose. Oh, God. Um, As Told by Ginger. Oh, yes. I loved that. Do you remember um, Brace Face? Yes. That was a good one. And the animated Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I don't know if I watched the animated version. It but kind of I definitely remember Brace Face. Yeah. The Proud Family. Oh, I love The Proud Family. Rocket Power. Yep. And Degrassi. I never watched Degrassi. And then this is my trashy section. <laughs> I made a trashy section because, like, our parents were divorced. We didn't have much TV supervision. My sister and I watched some ratchet television. <laughs> Evie, close your ears. You're going to be horrified. <laughs> Maury. I Ricky Maury. Lake. Uh-huh. Tila Tequila. Uh-huh. Uh, next. Room Raiders, uh-huh. Laguna Beach, Those and then 16 and Pregnant slash Teen Mom, which a girl from my hometown was the star of the first season of 16 and Pregnant. No! Yes. Who? Leah. 
Stop. Uh-huh. And Tyler? Uh, was was there... that the guy she was with? I don't remember was what she the one that was. had twins? I think his name was Corey. <sighs> Whatever. But yes, she... she did. Yes. She did have twins. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fun facts. And then the ones in high school that I distinctly <laughs> remember is The Secret Life of the American Teenager. That was a big thing. Which is also, like, not a great show that, like, I'm sure my parents weren't thrilled I was watching. I couldn't and get then, over how bad the writing and the acting was on that show. Oh, it was really like, bad. Like, I couldn't get past and it. And Shailene Woodley is so good. She did, did, I have mixed feelings on her. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and Jersey Shore. That was, like, a cultural phenomenon. It really was. That was, like, the, the first For me, that reality was when I was show in, that I've seen. It was when I was in college. Like, we would gather our whole floor to the common room every Thursday to watch Jersey Shore. I think for me it was my... I guess it was my junior year of high school because yeah. I remember the seniors that I was friends with, like, we would, like, gather yeah. and, like, talk about it. Why was it such a big deal? Because it was, like, the first reality TV show, like, wasn't this, like, the first version of, like, Real World, or am I making that up? No, Real World was the first Real oh. World. Real World started, like, early 90s. I don't know. They were just a ridiculous group of people. Maybe that's what it was. It was, like, just the phenomenon. It was just and so wild. Also, the internet being where it was when the show came out, yeah. maybe, probably. It was it's just so funny. Yeah, so those are mine. Uh, okay, so I broke these into categories for me, too. In the miscellaneous category, I have American Idol, SNL, and Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Extreme Makeover was so good. I love that. So American Idol was the one show that our family would sit down and yeah. watch together every week. <gasps> A ladybug. Oh. Um, and then SNL I really got into in high school, and I just remember it being so good. Like... Lazy Sunday, I remember the first time I ever saw that sketch and just, I don't know, it was just exciting to get to watch, like, Kristen Wiig and that whole cast. And then Extreme Makeover Home Edition and just Extreme Makeover, I feel like we're ones that my family would all watch yeah. together. Bus driver, move, bus. My favorite meme of all time that exists. That's a big statement. In the world is the one of Ty Pennington <laughs> about Extreme Makeover Home Edition. What does it say? And the little girl... It's, 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 a, it's a meme, and there's a little girl, and she's like, I like horses. <laughs> yeah. She's like, we made your barn a stable. And, and we ha- we've, we've purchased surgery to turn you into a horse. Like, it is the funniest they would meme go I've in ever on made. The theme. Like, they would pick out one facet of the person's personality and make it the entire The entire room. theme of the room. Yeah, the little girl's like, I like horses. And it's like, we've made your room into a stable, and we've gotten surgery, or we've paid for surgery to turn you into a horse, and you're you're." hair is now horse hair <laughs> it is is the best he was meme. the most intense person he really was he's definitely on cocaine of some sorts yeah. I, I feel like no one can be that no he was always just like oh, i'm dying yeah attention. i don't think he blinked like his <laughs> hair like, was excited so aggressive. <laughs> uh, okay and then the mtv category my super sweet 16 i was obsessed with this show that's funny i loved it so much i'll never forget there was an episode in charleston and they had the thing at the mills house or sorry um what's the one on marion square uh yeah anyway that one Mm -hmm. and the girl got a hummer and two jet skis as her present i was it was like a voyeuristic thing kids like watch this now and are like embarrassed i feel like we had such unrealistic uh-huh. examples of what it was to exist as a teenager. For sure. I don't know. From like, sleepovers to, like, every sleepover leads to going out and meeting boys to, like... Well, the, the fact that it was, like, my super sweet 16 or 16 and pregnant. 
It was like, where was the Where's normal? Where's the middle? The normal yeah. 16 year old. Unfabulous. Um, that was a really actually good one. And I then love that obviously show. Laguna Beach, the hills, the city, Cheyenne, as I mentioned. It might have only been a couple seasons, but I love that show. Punked mm-hmm. was so good. Rob and Big. Yep. I was obs- like, I was low key in love with Rob because of his personality and his sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, funniest person to me. I don't know why, but his like comedy just got me. Uh, Cribs. Yes. There was so much home stuff that we would watch at that age. Yeah. I feel like. Also um, unrealistic expectations for your future home. Yeah. I, re- um, I didn't put this on there, but Pimp My Ride. Yeah. Another good one. Um, and then for VH1, America's Next Top Model was I one that I was loved America's Next very, Top Model. very obsessed with. And they would run those marathons, so mm-hmm. you could just watch it all the time. Um, and then The Fabulous Life of Blank. Like, it would be The Fabulous Life of, like movie stars or the fabulous life of I don't know it was all and it was all narrated by that British guy I don't know if I remember this I'll have to show it to you after you would know this guy's voice if you heard it um and then like the series I love the 90s or I love the 2000s I love those and then on E do you remember the girls next door it was about the playboy oh girlfriends I don't think I watched that. It was set, talking about, like, trashy stuff, it was set at the Playboy Mansion, and it followed around Hef's three main girlfriends. Um, and then Say Yes to the Dress. Yes. Um, oh, sorry, I skipped ahead. Kardashians started yes. in this time. Hogan Knows Best. It was just, like, a lot of celebrity family reality shows. And then the HGTV TLC was What Not to Wear, which, if I had to pick one, I would pick that one to be, like, my favorite show of the 2000s, honestly. What Not to Wear? Yes. Okay. I loved What Not to Wear. Um, Say Us to the Dress, Trading Spaces, mm-hmm. and then Dance Moms towards the end. And then the big three, the three Gs, I should say, my creme de la creme were Gilmore Girls. More important to me than the Jonas Brothers, and you heard how emphatic I was about the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Gossip Girl. Yep. And Glee. I loved Glee. I would watch it live. Even when I went to college, I would watch it live every week. Loved it. Guys, this this episode is such a clusterfuck. We had to move from outside back to inside <laughs> because there was a guy who decided to, like, hose down. Pressure wash a loud piece of metal. So, so if, you, if you just heard a hose or static <laughs> for, like, the past minute... I apologize. Oh. We've stopped and started this approximately seven <laughs> times because of the dog. Now we just had to barricade the dogs <laughs> out of the room. We're officially slept. I wish I had some wine. <laughs> I, I'm This is... Oh, God. Uh, oh is, this, is this episode over yet? I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to talk about games and toys. <laughs> to be like a weird raspy cackle she sounds like a witch she's like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay what's can we fall over again stop it stop it oh boy okay okay brats dolls yep brats dolls were a thing they were sassy they were very sassy razor scooters everybody had a razor scooter i feel like i'm high right now like i'm (laughs) i'm I'm like laughing and (laughs) Boppets. Twist it. Pull it. Flick it. We always 
I bought at work at the car is like a car game. It's not a car no, game. No, it's, it's very like an loud. aggressive game. <laughs> I would kill my, like the if there were kids in the car and they were playing Bop It, I would lose my fucking <laughs> Just mind. Bop it. I would Bop be so it. annoyed. <laughs> um, Guitar Hero. Oh yes, was such a thing. It was a huge deal. Do you remember? Okay, I put cards in all capital letters. Do you remember those like like Pokemon? E- cards? Okay, so Pokemon cards. A we um Yogi oh fuck what is it called <laughs> y- Luigi Luigi Mario Yu Gi Oh Yu Gi Oh Yu Gi Oh I called him Luigi We've lost it We've officially but lost I, it Remember those like E magazines that had like cards with like a celebrity and it would be like Hillary Duff's favorite color is lime green her favorite food is sushi oh like literal yes. yeah okay, like it would yes. be like in magazines yes. I loved collecting those yes pretty pretty princess I don't think I ever had you would like dress up that. fake dolls okay um Candyland uh-huh. I remember being like a distinct ca- like card no <laughs> board game <laughs> guess who yep was a big thing, and then MASH, because oh. I feel like we talked about this briefly last yeah, time, but that was, MASH. like, how you stayed entertained, um, so was you, MASH. You did in class, aside from drawing those S's yes. with the three lines. Yes. And, then, yeah. and then Ouija boards. I feel like all the sleepovers Like, every had a sleepover had a Ouija board. At some point. It was always, yeah, some weird shit. Like, the horror, or the scary movie that just came out within the past couple of years about the Ouija board at a sleepover, I was like, not for me. Oh, no, 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 It's no, too no. close to home. I didn't, so we didn't talk about this in movies, but, like, I didn't, I have never liked scary movies. Yeah. But, like, that was a social activity, was your friend going to the movies, and I it's saw? like, you have to decide whether you want to suck it up and be and have nightmares for months with everybody, or if you wanted to stay home. And what I would do is go, <clears throat> but I would... Wear my iPod and listen to music and keep my eyes closed. Laney. Yeah. It was bad. And you thought that was better than just not going? Yes, like, then I was included. Um, I watched, I saw The Grudge in seventh grade with, like, a group of people, and I slept with Alyssa for, a, like, two months afterwards. I went and saw The Hills Have Eyes without my mom's permission, and it was rated R, and I got in so much trouble. I confessed immediately, because I was too, I was too guilty. And we left halfway through the movie because it was so terrifying. Yeah. It was not. It was not a good time. Wait, is that the one about the family that gets stranded with, like... It's like, Isn't yeah. there a horrible rape scene in that? Maybe. It's... Oh, my God. We left in the middle. It was the one that was kind of, like, they had been affected by, like, radiation. Yes! There is a really yeah. horrible scene in that movie. I only, All I remember is somebody... Maybe that was House of Wax. Somebody being trapped, like locked in a Ooh, high I'm gonna chair. have nightmares tonight. Now we're not here. Stop it! I'm gonna make. I'm gonna like make Lainey let me stay the night. Oh God. Um, okay. So this is really a game. But the first thing that came to mind is that my friends and I loved making movies so much. Like we would we would write the scripts and cast everybody and block out scenes and we say that's we. That's impressive. I feel like mostly me. Mostly was, you. <laughs> like I loved to like. Lainey was the director. I loved to put the, I, and I acted too, but it was, it was so. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she wrote, starred, and directed <laughs> in the life of Lainey, which would have been a great title for a TV show. Life of Lainey. Yeah, I could see it now, but no, that was my favorite thing to do it was so creative it was so interactive it was 
It was just fun. Like, I remember yeah. we, uh, the one that sticks out in my mind, we had cast a bunch of people, and it was, like, a haunted kind of scary movie. No more scary things. And we had this one girl in the shower, and we had somebody stabbing her, and then when they would stab her, the girl would shoot ketchup out of the shower to look like blood was shooting out. Oh my god. So, like, you didn't like scary movies, but you wrote scary movies? <laughs> I, that one was not as much me writing it, but I do remember, like, helping direct it. Oh my um, god. But speaking, we'll get into this with the clickbooks, but I wrote an entire movie for the click based on the clickbook characters one summer. Like pages and pages and pages and printed it out and like put it in a portfolio and cast everybody. Where is it? I would love Let's to bring be it able back. to find it because I had I even wrote out all of the like wardrobe for everybody too, like what everybody would wear in each scene. The things that you find entertaining as a child really <sighs> fascinates me. Well I feel like too I don't know, I feel like the things that you like then tie back Oh yeah. Like I had a book of poems. Like, I wrote poems yeah. as, a, as a kid. And so, I don't know. I just, I feel like maybe I was meant to, like, write movies or something. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and then, aside from that, I remember my friend had the internet at her house. And we would just get on her computer and just mess around on MySpace. Yeah. And Facebook. Yep. And then, one time, we really decided we wanted to go to New York and stay at the plaza. And so we presented this entire presentation to my friend's mom as to reasons why we should go. And, like, we had found the flights and the hotel and blocked everything out. And we, like, set up the ironing board and made a whole presentation to her. Did you get to go? No. (laughs) But we were really prepared. We were really prepared. I love that. Um, And then, so we had rock band. We didn't have guitar here. We had Uh rock band, which had, you could have a singer, a drummer, and a guitarist. And so I always did the drums, and we had so much fun playing rock band. I loved it. Like, I can still hear certain songs that were on the game and remember all of the, like, drum things that I would have to hit. Yeah. Um, remember Dance Dance Revolution? I that am weirdly moment. terrible at that. It's very... I'm so bad at Dance Dance Revolution. to dancing. Like, I feel like... It doesn't like, go with a beat. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. Yeah, it it was, feels spastic it was to chaotic. me. It was yeah, I don't chaotic. like it. But I remember that being a big thing. Yeah, like yeah. Dance Dance Revolution. And you know what? I just thought of Wii, like, came oh, out yeah. around Wii, that time. Wii bowling. Yeah. Was that was, like, that. a thing. Or tennis. And then, again, this isn't a game, but I didn't know what category to put it in. Oh, yeah. This is a good note. Fashion magazines. Yes. Where my life's blood. Seventeen magazine was it. I... In Teen Vogue. Like, I was counting down the days until I got my Seventeen and my Teen Vogue in the mail. Mm-hmm. Like, it was such a big deal. This was pre-internet. It was, like they say in Double Wars Prada, it was a shining beacon of hope. Yeah. Like, I, especially the September issue. I remember I kept waiting and waiting and waiting one August, and it hadn't arrived yet, and we had a P.O. box. And I remember I got so determined. I, before I could drive, I bicycled all the way sweatily in the August heat to the post office and I got my precious 17 magazine. I still remember it was the issue with Ashley Simpson on the cover and she like the shoot inside was her in a ballet studio because she like was a ballerina. It was so good. I loved that. Um, And I decorated my room so I had probably six across and six down. I made a collage of all these covers of 17 and then I put it up in my room and I had the Teen Vogue's kind of as like lining Mm -hmm. as like border on the top. I kind of want to bring that back as like a thing. Like I really want to frame 
the Vogue covers with like Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of the girl who did the Amanda Gorman? Yes. And there are like a few others that have been like recent, like amazing Vogue they're, covers yeah. that I like want to frame. They're beautiful. I mean, their artwork, like, yeah, they fully can be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it as far as quote reading. Games. This is a big, this is a big this one. Is a, this is like our last structured category. Yeah. And this is a big one. Okay. Don't I read, I think we both read a lot. Yes. Growing up, especially in middle school and high school. And I think we've, not that we haven't we hinted at this enough, <laughs> the Click series were the, the like, lifeblood of was, my middle school experience. It was a big, big, big deal. Like, you can't understate how important those books were. And they weren't good, by any means. I mean, like, we thought they were good, but, like, they weren't, they were, like, books about preppy, shitty girls, is what they were. Yeah, like, and they all had these, like, plaid covers, like, and... Every- Every person that I read a book about or watched a movie about was preppy, wealthy. shitty girls. Was yeah, very wealthy. Yeah, again, the contrast. <laughs> could I get some? Could I get some variation? Yeah, or they were extremely poor, but there was no middle ground. No in between. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the Click series were a huge part of my middle school experience. The Twilight series was also that. I'll speak to this in my section. But okay, are you Team Jacob or tweet Team Edward? Jacob. Interesting. Which one I think you? <laughs> I think I was Team Jacob, but he was just so much more alive. Yeah, I well, because he was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he was, alive, he was alive and he wasn't a vampire. I loved the Twilight series, and um, when they came out, the movies, like we were so lucky. I feel like as kids, because so many of the book series that we loved, and I'm sure this was all influenced by Harry Potter. Yeah. But so many good book series we got to experience as TV shows or as Uh movies. And now even, like, sometimes I'll see a movie that's, like, being made and I'll be like, oh my god, I read that book. Yeah. Like, I have... Witherspoon is... I have it listed on here, but, like, the Before I Fall about the girl who relives the day of her death over and over again was a book that I read and, like, devoured in middle school. And that's that's a movie. Um... And I was like, oh my god, I watched this, or I read this. The Gossip Girl series, ate those up, devoured them. Devoured. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants series. Those were, like, those are very dear to my heart. Yeah, same. I feel very, like, those and the Twilight series, I think, like, mm, I don't know. I think Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, you could say, like, those were actually, like, good characters. Yes. They were characters you could really, they like... They weren't shitty people. No, they were people that you could look up to or, like, yeah. learn lessons from. Yeah. Um, I didn't... I don't know if you read these, and I, I don't... put it in my list. I don't remember the context of these, but I, like, Googled books in the Same. 2000s, and I saw that cover, and I was like, I read these books. I definitely read them, and I also don't remember, but I think they were set in L.A. Yeah, they're yeah. called the A-List series. Yeah. I have no idea what they're about other than wealthy people in California, yeah. but I read all of them. Same. I read the Nancy Drew mystery stories. Mm-hmm. Those were like a big thing. And then, so those are like the series books I read. The one-offs that I distinctly remember is Before I Fall, the one that I just mentioned. Uh-huh. Uglies about the people that like have surgery when they turn 18, or sorry, 16. I don't think I've read any of these. Um, the City of Ember, Looking for Alaska. This is the same guy who, read, who wrote... Um, the Fault in Our Stars. Okay. Um, so Looking for Alaska and Paper Towns. Those are, that's both by the same author. The Kite Runner, such a phenomenal book. I don't think I've ever read that one. Um, you could read it like today. Water for Elephants is oh. maybe one of my favorite books ever. And the movie. the movie, yeah, came out. The Lovely Bones, um, The Host, which is the book 
a book also by Stephanie Myers who wrote Twilight, okay. but it was like a different book and I liked it almost even better. Huh. And then this book was really dark, but I remember loving it. It's called White Oleander. It's about like an orphan. Oh, okay. And then standout authors, every single book by Sarah Dessen. I uh, just Google her and you will be like, yes, that. And then I mentioned, I've mentioned Jodi Picoult several times throughout this podcast yeah. because her books have just like been, I read, I've read like every single one of her books and she's my, one of my favorite authors of all time. Maybe one of my, I think she, I would say she's my favorite author just because wow. like she's remained good. Right. And I read her books when I was young. I read them now. Like she's the one who wrote My Sister's Keeper okay. that got turned into the movie. Mm-hmm. Like everything by Jodi Picoult was amazing. I love all of that. Do you recognize Sarah Dessen? I do, but I don't think I've ever read any of her books. I read every single book that she ever wrote. That's amazing. That's so fun when you can find an author that you love. Yeah. Just them, like not necessarily even just the stories, but you love their voice yeah. and how they can tell various yeah. tales. Sarah Dessen was like a 2000s Emily Griffin. Okay. Who who writes like all those like cutesy yeah. um, books now. But that's me. I love it. So mine, as I've, as I've mentioned, and I don't know how this happened, but my favorite genre of books was boarding schools in the Northeast or just wealthy kids in the Northeast. Like, Mm -hmm. that was pretty much it. That's that's Mm -hmm. what I loved to read. So it started with the click books, and maybe that's where it started. Um, And I also really loved series at this time. Like, I remember, and you would only find out about it because there would be, like, a preview at the end of the book for the next one, or you would see, like, in the book listings in the front that there would be another one coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like you could just... Series were, yeah, there was such a thing. You couldn't just Google it. Um, so, the Princess Diaries series. I love Meg Cabot in general. Like, if I was picking an author, that's who stands out to me. I weirdly don't think I read... I don't think I read that book. I think I just the saw the movie. Diaries. Yeah, There's and like, I don't think I read any of her other books. It's a whole series. There are multiple, yeah. multiple ones. I loved her writing. So, um, and then Sister of the Traveling Pants, obviously. Gossip Girl, and then, aside from Gossip Girl, the Gossip Girl spinoff series. Did you read those? Yes, I did read those. The It Girl series. Loved those so much. The Au Pair series. Did you ever read that? It was about these girls that were au pairs in the Hamptons. I don't think so. That one, those books were thick. Like, they were, they were very dense. Um, the Private series... Uh, that one was another boarding school one, the Lux series. That was set in New York City in the late 1800s. I don't think I read that. Um, the A-list series, yep. like I said, the Blue Blood series. I don't another, think I read that. Another rich one. That was more of like a like a scary twist. In okay. And then Harry Potter was a big deal. Yep. Until the fifth book, and then I picked it up when Mike and I started dating and finished the series finally, but the fifth book just got dark for me. Oh, yeah. And so I didn't read, I didn't finish the fifth book, and I didn't see the movies until, like, a year ago. Or the last, whatever, two, three movies. And then, I alluded to this, but later in high school, I straight up devoured the Twilight series. Why were they so good to a high school kid? Like They were good, period. Junior, senior year, I was so obsessed with them. And then I went to college, and... And you didn't date a vampire. Mercilessly got hated on by my fellow English majors for liking Twilight, because it was so 
pedestrian and lowbrow. Okay, I mean... So, like, I said it once. I said in one class that I liked the Twilight series, and I got so much hatred spewed at me that I, like, never brought it up again. Yeah. Well, it was... Screw those people. Yeah. Twilight, now, like, Twilight rules! Like what you like. Like, reading doesn't have to be torturous to be... No. Like, not like you're reading Hemingway. Yeah. Anyway, alright. We're gonna go into some rapid fire because we're getting attacked on all and sides by small creatures. And we're gonna get the fuck out of here because... <laughs> alright, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go through this list with you. Okay. The first one and, and then we'll switch and then I'll do the second. Yes. Okay, did you have a Razor phone? Yes. A sidekick? No. A Blackberry? No. An iPod? Yes. A Razor scooter? Yes. And now that's what I call music CD? Yes. A celebrity's perfume? No. Uggs? Yes. Multiple monthly magazine subscriptions? I don't think so. A digital camera you used and then uploaded photos to your computer via USB cord? Absolutely. Okay. Hit me. Did you have a Razor? No. Sidekick? Yes. Blackberry? Yes. iPod? Yes. Razor scooter? Yes. A Now That's What I Call Music CD? Yes. A Celebrity's Perfume? All the Britney Spears. Uggs? No. Multiple monthly magazine subscriptions? Yes. A digital camera you used? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, and these are action. Did you illegally download songs from LimeWire or FrostWire? You know I'm too good for that. I'm too goody-goody. Oh my god. My dad wouldn't let me. I paid a dollar for every fucking song I had. Your own dollars? No. Okay, see, I wasn't... But my dad was like, absolutely not. Uh, did you have a first date at a movie theater? I'm not sure I remember where my first date was. Or have you, or did you fill out and share a MySpace survey? Absolutely, that was my shit. Call in to vote on American Idol. A thousand percent. Go to a midnight Harry Potter book release. I'm not a big Harry Potter person, no, I'm sorry. Rearrange your bedroom for fun with your friends. No. Stare out the window while listening to dramatic emo scene music. A thousand, <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you illegally download songs? Constantly. Wow. Constantly. So bad. Have a first date in a movie theater. Yes. Uh, fill out and share a MySpace survey. That's how I had the What was the date. last thing you ate? What did you wear today? <laughs> Who do you have a crush on? Um, call in to vote on American <laughs> Idol. Only four people we were very passionate about, and the one that sticks out is calling the allotted ten times for Carrie Underwood. Yes, she was so good. Uh, go to a midnight Harry Potter book release. So many. Rearrange your bedroom for fun. Pretty much every weekend. Wow. I feel like we do that now as adults. Yep. Stare out the window while listening to dramatic emo scene music. Yes, and I wish I would have known, did you just sit on a roof by yourself thinking about your life? Because yes, and yes. <laughs> this is like me nowadays. I feel like now, I, I, when I'm on an airplane, you guys know, I listen to Landslide on repeat <laughs> on an airplane for some aha, melancholy moments. Oh, you're going to get one in next week. Oh, God, or... six straight hours of landslide. <laughs> How can I do it? I can't do it. Oh, God. All right, let's Tuesday top three so we can spare people's ears from dogs. Guys. We're so sorry. Bear with us. Next week, we're going to do a Bachelorette recap of Lainey, and we're going to do it at my house. I think our, our, our downfall here was three dogs without Mike. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, it, was, it sounded like a good idea at the time. Okay. We'll, we'll finagle it better next time. My Tuesday top three. My first one is a creation of my own making. Love. My Greek salmon bowl. Sounds guys. really good. Yummy treats by Tori. So get some greens, some brown rice, some garbanzo beans. Uh-huh. Bake salmon. Yum. And then top with feta cheese, chopped cucumbers and onions, and then use hummus and lemon garlic dressing 
as like the mix for it. I just got so hungry. It is my new favorite thing. It's like a Mediterranean salad. It sounds like Cairo's. It's so good. And it's what I've been having. Like I will just, I'll buy like two salmon fillets at the start of the week and then like have that for dinner. Incredible. Yeah. And then my second one is the actual comforter that I ended up getting. is the best. The second, the actual comforter that I ended up getting and keeping. And it's heaven on earth. It is literal heaven on earth. It's by a woman named Tracy Porter. And the name of the comforter is called Poetic Wonderlust. Stop it right which, now. I mean. How did you. Uh, I it was just, meant to be I don't yours. Know. It was meant to be yours. I love it. I'll link it for you guys so you can check it out. It feels. It, it's amazing. And then my last. My last one. Nova's making a break for it. My last one is Amazon Prime Whole Foods Delivery because it's truly saving my ass in these trying times of a. Uh, uh, the month of May. It's all I've done for the last year. I only needed food for three days this week, and I really didn't have time to shop this weekend because I've been helping my mom unpack, and I was like, you know what? I deserve this. It makes life so much easier. Albert's new favorite thing is, like, he'll just hand me something, and he'll be like, can I offer you an egg in these trying times? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, where did you get this? He, and he'll, like, hand me, like, the, can I offer you some toothpaste in these trying times? <laughs> I can't with him. Okay, so... All right, my three. Number one, the Kingside Restaurant. It's a new Charleston spot in Daniel Island that Mike's company, actually Mike himself, did the engineering for, so woot woot, go Mike. But it's this beautiful new restaurant in this pretty new, like, newly developed kind of waterfront area of Daniel Island, and... The drinks were fantastic, and there's a great rooftop where you can hang out, and the food looked great, too. I'm going to go back for sure the next time and have the food, and I'll report back. But if you're looking for a fun spot to go that's not, like, discovered by tourists yet, this is the place. And then the next one, my very talented, uh, almost sister-in-law is an artist and just started an Instagram page for her artwork. And it's at Kincaid Creates, K-I-N-C-A-I-D Creates, and I think she's going to start taking commissions and stuff. So she made this beautiful portrait of my Grammy that was given to me at my bridal shower that was just amazing. So You know what I was thinking, because I saw her page today? She should digitize, um, like, the new cover art for Crying Laughing Pod. Oh! She, should, she could, like, make us. That'd be fun! All right, I'm going to have to ask her about that. <laughs> and then the third, Mackenzie and I randomly went to Target together the other week, or last week, and stumbled upon that Casa Luna brand that they have there of the bedding. They yeah. had this room spray. That is the most bougie bedding I've ever seen. It's amazing. I don't have any, but... It looks great. I almost bought it for I us. I would. Um, but they have this room spray, mm-hmm. and they had a candle of it as well, but the scent is Serenity, and it... Might be the best thing I've ever smelled. Can I smell it? Truly. I didn't buy it. Ugh, I how know. dare you. I, like, was trying to decide, and then I ended up buying a bath mat instead. But I'm going to go back and buy it, because it was fantastic. And if you're looking for a room spray, <laughs> this is the one to get in these trying times. <laughs> Can I offer <laughs> you some, some room, room spray, spray in these trying times? times? <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go. We're going to leave. Deal with these dogs, and then go on my bachelorette weekend. Tune in to the gram, because we'll be posting there, probably. And we'll see you next week with a recap of all the Bachelorette shenanigans and no dog craziness, hopefully. Feel your feelings. Feel your feelings. Bye. See ya.